Hey everybody, welcome to the Twistcast, the official podcast of the Twisted Cape. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Well, as always guys, we have a lot to talk about. So, I think we're going to start with news and uh, what we got going on. All right, let's hit the news. Uh, first, uh, there, there's just a couple of quick things about uh, a couple of creators um, over the last since we've last been together. It's been a little bit, yeah. So I'm trying to get, try and get it all. Uh, Kevin Smith, uh, renowned mm-hmm. director and comic book writer and comic book enthusiast, uh, had a heart attack. I did hear about that. Like a yeah. massive heart attack. Mm-hmm. Like the the artery they call the Widowmaker, I believe it is. That's right. Yeah, you almost never survive what he, what he went through. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, you know, well wishes to Kevin, and uh, not Marvel Kevin, not Marvel Kevin, not Mar- not Marvel Kevin. Well, Even though I he- mean, obviously, well wishes to Marvel Kevin. Anything happens that motherfucker. <laughs> no, we no are well wishes sco- to him. We are screwed. <laughs> uh, no, but Kevin Smith, get better, dude. And definitely want to see you write more stuff in the comic book realm. And then uh, Stan Lee, his his health is taking a turn. Uh, he. Has, he has he's been battling pneumonia. He's been like canceling Comic Con appearances. I'm like, uh, you know, we we talked about some like the strangeness going on around him recently. Yeah, all those money things, and then his like ex bodyguard showed up at his house demanding money. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. Yeah. So like he he like this is going on, and like like his circle closed really tight. Like mm-hmm. he was in the hospital, and like. He wouldn't, no one was allowed to come see him, like, took no phone calls, like, that shit got weird fast, so, hopefully it's not indicative of anything, but, um... Yeah, hopefully it gets better. Get better soon, Stan. I mean, he's 95, so, I mean, we're, we're living on borrowed time here. Just live for Infinity War. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just make it through that, please. That's all we ask. I'm actually kind of curious about that. Like, honestly, I mean, they, Marvel pushed up. The date for us to have Infinity War, and goddamn it, Stanley, if you die, I swear to God, they're gonna and, and they push it back to its original date. I will not mourn for your loss. That's that's untrue. Oh, uh, that's yeah, it is untrue. <laughs> you yeah. filthy liar, Sam. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, on the comic book side, Marvel actually relaunched yet another reboot, and they're dubbing it fresh start maybe we should uh, call ourselves the febreze brothers because it's feeling so fresh right now at least they have been so far um which is frustrating because they just did a reboot in the fall um and that's, just, that's a very quick turnaround yeah. it is uh and it's likely due to some editorial staff changes they have they have a new editor-in-chief um but it's still frustrating because like you know you want to see some of these threads play out and like not even eight months later it's, it's getting changed right. so i saw that they are relaunching several titles relaunching and launching new titles of, of several characters uh, hulk is like all these all these characters are getting books so there's a hulk book a multiple man book ant-man and wasp uh new captain america new spider-man uh, new doctor strange new captain marvel uh they're bringing back sentry again um they're doing a new Black Panther and a new Avengers, and that new Avengers lineup actually looks pretty freaking cool. Nice. Like they uh, they drop the, some of the class. They 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 reunite the the Trinity, so you get Cap and Iron Man and Thor, uh, but then you have like She Hulk on the team. You have I like She Hulk. Yeah, me too. I think she's a cool cool character, uh, brilliant too. Uh, you get Black Panther, you get uh, Doctor Strange. 
on the team, but he on a, on a rotating basis, okay. which is interesting. Um, so you know, I'm curious to see where if they uh, if they swap his character in for somebody else, just a, like a roaming Avengers member, right? Be kind of cool. All right, what else we got? Uh, then we move into DC films. So okay. I've caught a few things here. It's a little interesting. Mm-hmm. So first, we all know about the whole ridiculousness around a Joker origin movie. Oh, with Leo is, DiCaprio in the 80s. Yeah. As an actual comedian. Yeah. So they're they're lifting that directly from Killing Joke. Yep. So he's all, he's basically a washed up uh, comedian. Right. Um, interesting yeah. choice, but again, it's still puzzling. Yeah, it's weird because um, you know it could be it could be really cool, you know, bringing the Red Hood kind of stuff, and then if they they carry that on through the continuity, they can have uh, you know Jason down the line become Red Hood. Yeah, um, I'd like that. You know, they they have a lot of opportunity by doing it that way. Um, whether or not they're gonna play through with it, mm, probably not, because it seems like everything they touch is doomed. It's also, it does. Yeah, you're, every, you're absolutely right. Every single thing has just failed up to this point, except Wonder for Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Kristen Wiig was cast as Cheetah. I did see that. In Wonder Woman 2. I don't know how I feel about it, guys. So Kristen Wiig, uh, actually, like, she's a really, really great actress. She has a lot of range. And even though she only got to show it slightly... In this movie, uh, The Martian with Matt Damon, uh, she was pretty damn good in that movie. And I was pretty skeptical about her stepping out of like a comedic role because, I mean, honestly, it's just a, a testament to her as, as an actress um, all around that you can't see her outside of whatever she's been doing because she's just so damn good at it. Yeah. But I I really do have faith in her stepping into the role as Cheetah I know it's weird um, yeah. for a lot of people to hear it, especially if you don't know her outside of SNL. But she does have a lot of acting chops. Um, another movie, The Skeleton Twins, with, yeah. uh, with Bill Hader. That's one my friend told me about, and I was like, uh, I haven't seen it. Look, and I'm not doubting her. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no of course you. not. Yeah. I've, I've learned to reserve judgment with these casting things until I actually see the final product. I agree. Yeah. Especially ever since Heath Ledger as the Joker – People were all over that, like, this guy, what are they doing? It's like what? a Knight's Tale? Really? That exactly. guy? That guy? And then look what happened. So yeah. I, I've learned to reserve my judgment until I actually see the final product. Yeah. So, I, like, I agree with that. And, and I think you're right. I, I do generally see her as a comedic actress. Um, however, I, I just feel like they're going to cover her in makeup and prosthetics and CGI. And sure. it's, I'm like, when it comes to that kind of acting, it's going to rely heavily on the eyes. And like, that's a, that's a nuanced acting thing. And like, will she be able to do that? And I understand it's a superhero movie. It's not like a high drama or whatever. That's no, fine. but it still needs to be a good movie, but I care you know? about it. Yeah. And I want it to be good. Right. So that, that's, 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 I guess, where my concern is. And, of course, it's got all the added pressure with just how successful the first one oh, was. Yeah. That, But you're getting Patty Jenkins back. So exactly. I, so that gives me I, some I have faith. faith. Yeah, that gives me faith. You're, you're, you're right. You guys just you guys completely turned me around in like, like a two-minute span. <laughs> a Good complete, job. A complete 360 for Mike here. 180. <laughs> oh, that's otherwise, right. Otherwise, I'd just... I math, knew, not I your strong that. suit. Fuck all that. Yeah. Uh, all right. joke, guys. God damn it. So, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> 
So further getting back into the mess that is this DC nonsense here, uh, Time Warner may actually break apart if uh, the merger with AT&T doesn't go through. (laughs) So... What the fuck does that mean for DC Studios? It means... It means they're fucked. (laughs) No, 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 it doesn't. And I'll tell you why. Because Warner Brothers has their fucking dirty fingers in DC, and they're messing everything up. What they need to do is they need to have a Marvel situation where DC pretty much has full control of the characters and how the movies go. They don't have these bullshit rules that Warner Brothers makes them follow. Oh, my God. Um, have you seen those? Yeah. Have you seen all those I rules? haven't, no. Oh, my Absolutely God. Absolutely ludicrous. So, Warner Brothers being out of the picture for DC films is a fucking plus in my book. I agree. So, I'm excited about that. All right, uh, so what else we got all here? Right. Last, last thing on DC films, uh, yet another installment of DC Fucks Up Again! Joss Whedon now leaves Batgirl because he essentially, get this, not a joke, had no story. Yeah. He had no story. Why would you bring him on in the well, first place well, then? He, he's like, well, you know, I had a lot of faith in the character and this, this, and this, and everybody, <laughs> and everybody part of the cruise and, and everybody who signed on was so enthusiastic that I just couldn't say no. But then really once I got down to it, I didn't have a story. <laughs> oh my God. That's that's literally what he said. <laughs> It's so bad. But you know what? That's cool. Thank you for doing that because you would have turned out a shitty product. Like, honestly, he he spared all of us. I'd rather you give up at the beginning with nothing than to put out shit. Yeah, man. I mean, really, it took a lot of balls for him to do that. Like, he's a pretty accomplished... director he's he's accomplished in the industry and for for someone of that high profile attached to such a high profile project to to say "Mm, yeah i actually legitimately can't do this uh i'm just not into it that takes a lot of balls so i actually commend joss whedon for doing that and thank you yeah that was that was that was an absolute mess uh so that's it for for the dc films okay uh then the thank god (laughs) <laughs> keep going the marvel cinematic universe <laughs> news we have here is ah. one of the one of the things is that sadly the shield season finale is being written as a series finale just in case it doesn't get picked up again oh how about that which i mean it's such a good show it's a little bittersweet and i mean look it's lasted probably far longer than anybody really anticipated yeah man it really has but it, <laughs> it, like it a is a lot longer a lot longer it has consistently been a really good show these last couple of seasons, so I'd be disappointed to see it uh, go. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel got recently described as an action comedy. Okay. How, okay. How, how do you guys feel about that? I guess it could be all right. I mean, we've seen action comedies in Marvel before. We've seen like Guardians and stuff. That's an action comedy film, and That's like, true. so I'm not going to dismiss it. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the recent success of uh, Thor Ragnarok as well. Exactly. That was a straight fucking comedy movie. It really was. I mean, too much at times, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So, I have faith. We have a trailer and a release date for Luke Cage Season 2. Yes, we do. Which Mm -hmm. I'm uh, very excited for. And whenever that comes out, y'all guys want to get some coffee? (laughs) <laughs> absolutely uh june 22nd is the date there so that should be I don't drink coffee <laughs> should be super fun uh and then there is a legion season two 
trailer and release date. Hmm. Uh, uh, yes. Another just phenomenal show. Good God. It was so good. So good. Uh, I believe it's April 10th. Uh, you might have to check me on that, but uh, it's soon. It's very quickly. Uh, and On FX? On FX. Yes. Okay. yes, that's correct. And uh, the last bit of news there, mm-hmm. in, in case you've been living under a fucking rock, uh, Infinity War was bumped up an entire week. The tickets recently went on sale. Yes. And oh yeah, there was a, there was a trailer that got dropped on us. Uh, and about the tickets, real quick, I think it's the the most tickets that has ever been sold yeah, like it, pre-sale. It, it it passed Black Panther, which by the way made a billion dollars worldwide yeah, so far. Yeah, was it tenth? Now, yeah. it's within it, the top ten it, highest growing movies of all time. Yeah, it, it might be it might be higher than ten at this point. By and, the time you hear this, and I think this stat was um, over the past couple of weeks, but in its first, mm, if its first three days in the box office, it surpassed in Justice League's entire run in the box yep. office. Yep. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> but it deserves every penny, every penny that it earns. Every fucking red cent. It is fantastic. Yep. All right. So that's yeah. all, that's all I had for news. Let's cool. uh, dive into that Infinity War trailer. All right, guys. Now we're going to talk about the Avengers Infinity War trailer. Woohoo! Yeah. So... All right. So, what do we have on this, Michael? Ooh, a lot. We captured a lot of points on this, top to bottom. So, I'm gonna just set the stage a little bit. I found out online that uh, this movie reportedly takes place two to three years after Civil War. Okay. Um. So, one of the first things I noticed that it was cool to see the Guardians meeting the Avengers, and one of those meetings being between. Uh, Iron Man and Gamora. Oh my God! Early yes. on, right. so ominous. It was, and the thing that really got to me that is that Gamora actually seemed afraid. Oh like, yeah, she's super badass. Like, like she just doesn't seem to be shaken by very many things. In the beginning of that trailer, she seemed just scared. Like, like even in scared. like the Guardians films, at this point, you hear a little bit of nerve in her voice when she talks about Thanos. But like, yeah, now that she's actually like faced with him. Yeah. You can just see the terror. Just, uh, yeah, we're, we're in trouble here. Uh, and then, uh, you know, there's a, there's a shot of Spider-Man on a bus. And to me, it seems like Peter just kind of gives no fucks about his identity. Yeah, right that's, now. man, I immediately, like, so before the trailer even came out, they had a picture of, of Peter. Him on the side of a... Peter hanging from the side of a bus. One, um, if you look at his hand, that's like up near the window. It looks like he's gripping like inside of the window, even though it's closed. So I don't know. Uh, Marvel, get your Photoshop people on that shit. Um, <laughs> and then also, he's hanging from the fucking side of a bus on a highway. Like, you think no one's going to see this kid? Like, he, he only has his mask on. Like, no, he doesn't even have his mask on in the picture. Oh, in the picture? Oh, yeah, well. Like, come on. Just... And how did he get outside of the bus? Like, you know, if you're on a, if you're on a bus, you're not going to be the only fucking person on the bus. Had to get outside the bus. Those, the power of spiders. Those uh, no. Those windows are small as shit. There's no way he got out of that. And, w- and without anybody seeing well, him. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey Peter, where are you going? Oh nowhere. Yeah, suck a dick. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Just gonna go hang on the side of this bus and then swing over this bridge real quick. And then put my hand through this glass window. 
<laughs> I'm strong, bitch. Proportional strength of the spider. Mm. Uh, then I saw like that really cool Iron Man upgrade, that shot of him flying. Yeah. His yes. feet basically merge into a giant rocket. It kind of reminds me of uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that's his new bleeding edge armor, which is uh, going to be insane. Have you guys seen like the speculation that he like loses an arm or whatever? I want the Extremis armor. That's what I wanted for this movie. Yeah, that would be cool. And it looks... It has almost that look. It does. It's very fluid. Yeah. So that's exciting. Which is, I, I think they they did that to match up with Spider-Man. Black Panther probably a little more. Yeah. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, that, that's... I'm uh, wondering if his new armor has vibranium, vibranium? Uh, to make him more strong. Uh, I don't know. Probably like, not. I don't think... He, Wakanda's still pretty secluded by this point. But, so like, well, they're only just now opening up. But the good we can do. Well... No, because Black Panther happens almost right after Civil War as T'Challa's taking the mantle. So it's true. So it, it I guess it would have been open for a few years by that yeah, point. Yeah, but I don't know that Tony would have had it gotten his hands on him, Vibranium. Um and then it, it just runs us through a quick location of the known stones. So uh Loki of the Tesseract, mm-hmm. uh the stone in Vision's head, mm-hmm. the eye of Agamotto around mm-hmm. Doctor Strange's neck. Um so you get that a little bit, and then you get a really cool scene, which I actually had to like pause. So it's it's Wakanda greeting, um, it's Wakanda with Black Panther and the Dora Milaje uh, greeting Cap and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. But in the background of that picture, yeah, it is like basically the entire cast. So you have Vision, you have um, uh, Scarlet Witch, you have War Machine, Falcon, Bruce Banner. Uh, and Iron Man basically in that big ass new Hulkbuster type armor, yeah, uh, coming off of a Quinjet, which like I'm curious how they got there because you know Tony and and Steve are they're still not friends yeah. at that point in time, so something had to happen to to draw them together. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that the the beginning of this movie is going to be a lot of um, thread tying. In terms of like uh, character meetups and everybody yeah. establishing, you know, this is what's going on. I don't really think we're going to see action till like maybe halfway through. But see, the interesting thing is, it's like a little bit later on in the trailer, which I'm sure we'll touch on in a minute, when you have Thanos with the glove and on Cap's face, essentially. Yeah. You see he only has two stones. So I feel like that's still going to be fairly early on in the movie. So yeah, you have to true. tie everyone together really quickly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, we will, we'll hit that in a minute. Um, then you get a quick glance of Shuri, probably one of my my favorite characters oh my gosh, coming out of coming out of Black Panther, best I mean, Disney princess. Damn right! <laughs> oh, uh, I see you brought me another broken white boy to fix. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, colonizer! <laughs> oh my god, uh, that, I think that that insult will be will be used uh, a lot. I hope so. So just you know, if you're white, watch it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> And you get the uh, the trash talk between Star Lord and Iron Man. Oh my Dude, God, I so was great. waiting for this. I was waiting for this <laughs> so hard. They're both so, so cocky. Yeah, they're such assholes and, and such fast talkers. And like in the middle of it, like the next thing that I have is like Spider Man's face when <laughs> Star Lord's like, "Your plan sucks." To Iron Man, he's like, "Wait, did that just happen?" Yeah. <laughs> you just tell it. He's just like, he's like, I would never dream of saying these things. <laughs> also, another moment where his mask is. 
just off like uh right bruh <laughs> but that one at least it looked like they were in like some sort of like rubble or ruins or something so it was like yeah. at least in the middle of a battle but still i agree uh and then you get that shot with the full might of the avengers in wakanda rushing out oh. to meet thanos's forces uh and you get bucky in there like yeah. you, get, you get everybody and then you get bucky uh, who has a new arm, which is badass, which should be kind of interesting because uh, Tony and Bucky didn't exactly leave on the best of terms either. Right, nope. right, right. Uh, so, you know, interesting. Apparently he's not called the Winter Soldier in this movie. White nope. Wolf. White Wolf? Right. White so. Wolf. What I'm way? Assuming Why that, did I like... say what, what way? <laughs> I'm assuming that Tony's going to put aside his differences with Cap and Bucky because of, you know, goddamn... Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Threatening the he, Earth. And you know, because it, Bucky had no control over what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, well, that one I don't think Tony really gives a shit about, but... Fully deprogrammed I think he's now. not going to ever forgive that. No. I mean, if he lives. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next thing that I had was uh, Rocket and Groot watching Thor basically power up. Like, I'm not sure what, oh, yeah. if he was powering up a machine or... Or well, just... from the last trailer, we saw him like holding on to two yeah. handles on that, like, that giant circular thingamajig. Yeah. Um, just getting struck by the lightning powering up. So I'm wondering if that's the same scene. Yeah. Uh, and then you get a quick flashback. Well, I'm imagining the flashback to Thanos when uh, Gamora's a little girl. Yeah. You see her wrap her, her, her mm-hmm. hand around his giant meaty sausage fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Get on a treadmill, you fat sack of shit. How do you uh, know that's not all muscle? He's fat. I don't care what anybody says. He wants the, he wants the Infinity Gauntlet so he can have a chiseled six pack. That's all and he that, wants. And that and that pelvic like P that like like the, the V line. Yeah, the and that, that's the only reason he wants it. We've solved the mystery of Infinity War. <laughs> I mean, he starts out he starts out a little overweight. He has the Infinity Fanny Pack, and then he gets all ripped, and then he gets a glove. That's true. I, I like, it's his it's his lifting glove. I like you working it in. It feels it feels right. Yeah, honestly. So, <laughs> and then there's a uh, montage of Thanos just dieting, and exercising. <laughs> Even Rocky had a montage to, to like so, '80s workout music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! 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 <laughs> Uh, and then there's something that like surprised the hell out of me, which was Thanos holding Thor by the fucking head. What is that nonsense? Yeah, man. I think Ooh. Thor's Thor's a little too powerful to be just fucking bitch handled. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's well, not... I know. It also depends how many stones he would have by that point. Like he could have a lot of power by that point. That's true. Well, and I also think it depends on which stones which stones he actually has. Exactly. If he has if he has the power stone, we're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Um. And then you have uh, Loki and the Black Order watching, uh, w- seemingly watching Thanos hold Thor by the head. So the Black Order, um, uh, Ebony Maw, Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, and Obsidian uh, Call, I think his name is. Yeah, so. You see, you see them fucking up Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're going to get that in a minute. <sighs> uh, then there's a moment where it looks. Almost like Thanos crushed an infinity stone between his fingers. You see that yeah, shit? The, the Tesseract. Like, we like snaps. Yeah. yeah. And it, like, I was like, uh, dude, that's some ridiculous power if he just breaks it, first of all. Second of all, why would he break it? That almost seems stupid. But if he's breaking up in the Tesseract, 
that's something a little different. Yeah, right. it looked like he was breaking up with the test rack to yeah. get the stone out. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. I trust you. Uh, and then uh, you see the Avengers basically gearing up for battle in the field uh, against Thanos's army. Um, who are their and they're charging Wakanda's shields, which answers another question from before, which is how people were getting. How do you get into Wakanda? Right. And it's it, it looks like they have that dome has a shield that prevents people from getting in. So gotcha. Uh, I still kinda, buy it. Kind of retcons. <laughs> Kind of wreck on that a little bit. Uh, so you have we we get our best look at Cap's new shield so far, right? Uh, which is still a little strange to see. It's, it's very small and yeah. Um, who knows? Uh, then you get Bucky loading a gun, and that Hulk. You get a really good look at that Hulkbuster type suit that, and we see we has. see him getting taken down. Oh yeah, in the Hulkbuster yeah, that, suit. That's like the next thing that really happens. Uh, and you also have Black Panther in his suit from new suit from Black Panther, which almost seems a little strange because like he been, they pride themselves on upgrades and exactly like, sure it's, he's it's not been two years now yeah so I hope it's not the same suit uh, well I guess we'll find out uh, you get a little Star Lord and uh, and Doctor Strange team up with uh, Doctor Strange like making platforms for Star Lord to run up. Yeah. Oh, it looks oh so my badass. God, it looks awesome. It's so good. I'm 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 really excited to see how they use Doctor Strange in this movie because they can do a lot of awesome so shit with him. So much stuff. Then you have uh, one of the Black Order Ebony Ma uh, torturing Doctor Strange. That which like like brutal. this is just, like looked like needles like glass shards and butternut crinkle cut uh, butternut was, crinkle cut <laughs> was crinkle fries. <laughs> crinkle fries. <laughs> uh is like screaming, so uh, I'm assuming they're trying to either find the location of Stone because it's not around his neck at that point, yeah, or or they're you know just being the Black Order, just terrible, terrible individuals. Um, then the next big thing that was there was um, the start of that battle in Wakanda with Iron Man. Like behind a whole bunch, like a big line of Wakandan forces, right. and getting flanked overhead by Falcon and War Machine, which looks super badass. Which is also weird because they didn't, you know, like because of Falcon, essentially, you know, yeah. War Machine kind of can't walk. There's so much drama in here. Well, like, man. And Tony does make him new legs at least. So you got new legs, new legs. <laughs> yeah, but Lieutenant still. Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> magic legs. Man, I I gotta say though. One thing I think is real stupid from just seeing the trailers, where the fuck is Falcon's armor? Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, you could get limbs on limbs just hacked off right away. You don't even have a goddamn helmet on. Can, can somebody hook my man up with just a little bit of body like, armor? Like, seriously, all you have to do is snipe him. Yeah, that's I mean, over. Well, you could say that about... Anytime he's been in a movie since Winter Soldier, it's always been the same. It's he's true, had, but like no armor. You're going into war. Like yeah. everybody else has all this like cool shit, great armor, and Falcon's like you're well, in here with pretty little wings. Yeah, well, I I'm mean, if you think about shit. it, it was it was developed for military purposes, right? So nobody in the military expected there to be a dude with freaking wings and guns flying around. You expect you expect like like planes, drones, that kind of thing. Not a dude okay. with wings. But, but I think that only works. It. I think that only works once though. Once That's what, once they get out in the field and they're like, oh shit, there's a dude with wings out here, then you kinda need to build in some armor. Well, they, and they already killed one of them. Yeah, they they took one out already. 
Uh, and they're they're basically saying it was like covert, whatever. That that's fine. I can buy that. But you tell me in the the two years, no one ever thought to put this dude in a fucking helmet at the very least. Your head is the thing you need to protect the most, right? Like if something happens up here to that cubic foot above your shoulders, it is over. You just just put it put a wrap on that thing. Oh, don't worry though. He can he can flap up his wing. That's true. <laughs> and then fall. In a circle, because he only has one wing out then. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and then uh, there's that scene with Iron Man getting overtaken by Thanos' forces, which I'm going to imagine are Chitauri in this movie, like from the first Avengers movie. Mm. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Apparently, they don't know that no means no. Apparently not. <laughs> oh, this made a terrible off-color joke. I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. I'll tell you guys afterwards. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and then there's Thanos basically saying, um, you know, that I hope you, oh, I hope they remember you. And he's like jumping in the air towards what we are guessing is Tony, like about to punch like real hard. Um, and Tony's armor is like hat, like ripped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not, he's not looking real good. Nope. Man might be uh, about to take it right there. And then uh, it the, the thing basically ends with cap fighting thanos and holding the infinity gauntlet which seems a little weird to me because thanos is way stronger and way bigger so good good call from you chessie on the two stones because i did notice that as well Mm -hmm. but like the thing that and we talked about a little bit before the podcast he is essentially at that point one-on-one with thanos (laughs) that just also doesn't seem smart for a guy who's at as ex- combat experienced and as strategic as Cap is, he's just like there trying to hold this being with ridiculous power, who I'm sure he has intel on, at least a little bit of intel on at this point. Uh, it, it's just it's not good. I'm almost seeing like uh, him in that in that situation, and then Doctor Strange coming in and just whoop, sucking him right right into like a a portal, you know, to where everybody else is or whatever. Yeah, you know, I, I agree that <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Um, and the last two things are uh, Spidey meeting Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, so, so first of all, again, n- no goddamn mask. Which is, and first name? Hi, I'm Peter. Yeah, really, yeah. dude. Uh, and one of the probably the best joke, the only joke. No, no, not the only joke. One of the best jokes in the trailer, which is uh, I'm Doctor Strange. Say, <laughs> like, oh, we're using made up names. I'm Spider Man. <laughs> And then you get that that kick ass shot of like Spidey's web slaying through like that debris field. Oh, oh my That's god! Amazing. It looks so good. And that armor, like I was actually a little concerned about it first. I love really his armor. It looks yeah, really good. it looks really good. I mean, they even changed it since uh, since Homecoming. Yeah, like, yeah. They they really did a it, lot. It looks fantastic. So that pretty much takes us all the way through. Uh, so, do you guys have any thoughts or predictions? Um. Well, I. So there's one thing that I think we missed, and that's when uh, when Sherry is holding up that hologram. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a picture of vi- or a hologram of Vision. Yeah. So I wonder if they're trying to figure out how to uh, possibly extract the stone from Vision without hurting him or killing him or killing exactly um, how they can protect it further. Because I mean. Thanos is obviously going to come after the stone if it's connected to Vision. He's not going to spare Vision. He's going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe try and separate it before he gets to him. I don't know. But I think that's maybe what 
the play was there. That's true. Leave it to Shuri to figure it out. Oh yeah. Yeah, seriously. So anything else you you thought you you think might happen? At this point, I I don't even know if I want to speculate anymore. I just want to watch it. <laughs> the one the one thing that that was floating around for a while was the fact that Tom Holland wasn't going to be around for too many Spider-Man movies. Uh and I kind of thought that it was going to be the end for him in Infinity War and something was going to happen to the continuity and then there would be a black Spider-Man to to go forward like miles like miles okay so i thought that's what was going to happen especially since they introduced miles's uncle in homecoming yeah that's true um but that's definitely not going to happen because he we already know that the next spider-man movie takes place moments after infinity war ends well, the, not Infinity, Infinity War, War part the sequel of part two. Infinity War, which oh, we imagine I'm, is part two. I'm sorry. Yes. That's what I meant. So we know that Tom Holland's going to be in Infinity War, the next Avengers movie, and another Spider-Man movie. Yeah. So, so he's, he's here. He's around. Yeah. And one thing I, I was concerned about for Spider-Man in general is... He, I mean, t- so Tom Holland did a great job of playing like a high school kid in Homecoming, and I was really wondering how they were going to age him in in, in this movie, because I mean, really, like, there's not a lot you can like. You are who you are. It, you know, that's your voice. That's how you look. And I mean, just seeing this trailer is a testament to who, how how great of an actor Tom Holland is in Homecoming for doing what he did to his voice, making him sound younger, because just from watching the trailer, his voice is deeper. Yeah. Well, it's uh, like, two to three years later, so yeah. he's presumably gone through a little bit of puberty, Yeah, if not more. I I would say he's, what, eight, 18? He's, he's, he's 18. 16. He should be over he should be the majority 18. of puberty at I that point. I think he's like 17 or 18 in this movie. He would have to be, because yeah. he was 15. 15 going on 16 in Homecoming. Right. Yeah, and I believe he's a sophomore then, so he he's probably about a senior now, if it's at least two years or or college freshman. Right. So, uh, I am very very curious to see um, Tom Holland's character development going after this movie. He has to be in high school. He's riding a cheese bus. Yeah, you don't get those in, high, in college. Oh yeah, he's definitely he's definitely still in high school. So yeah. So a couple thoughts that I had. Uh, first of all, Thanos was scary as fuck. Like he's. He's, He's a big so physical presence. Yes. So a lot of that voiceover stuff that happened in the back end of the trailer, like he's like talking about, like he gets almost a little into his backstory. I don't know if you guys saw any of the, the articles or whatever Marvel Kevin talked about, um, where he basically just wants to wipe out half of the life in the, in the universe uh, and to balance the scales essentially. And he's talking about, wiping out half of the human beings and that's when he says i i hope they'll remember you um that's scary as shit like (laughs) yeah like he's just so big and physical and imposing just that line right there means no compromise oh yeah he's not playing around i love it really looking forward to like seeing josh brolin as thanos and then like a month later seeing him as cable (laughs) yeah there is true there was there was a meme i think it was like jordan peele it's like what when the Avengers call call Cable to help deal with Thanos, <laughs> your phone and, rings, and Thanos's pocket starts to vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> He's like all sweaty and shit, looking nervous. 
uh, so then there were like a couple of questions uh, that just naturally popped up. And last time we saw Hulk and Thor, they were together, mm-hmm. and now they're separated. Like that's that's almost a little concerning. How did how did that happen? Why did that happen? When did that happen? Because we know at the end of Thor Ragnarok that ship shows up, but we know nothing. Uh, then there's the question of where the fuck is Hawkeye? We haven't seen Hawkeye at all. That's a good question. Yeah, I didn't even rec- I didn't even realize she was missing. And then Marvel Kevin came out and basically said Hawkeye is on, on his own path in this movie, which is interesting because I don't know what that means. He's probably taking care of his family. Uh, but Hawkeye's in the movie. He's definitely in the movie. Yeah. So I'm curious to see where that that runs us, which means he probably has a toddler now. Ooh, poor poor guy. So sorry, well, Hawkeye. They're they're gonna have to show him getting out of prison. True. Like, no. Explain how all no. the guys got out of prison. Out of Cap the got Cap got them out. Oh, that's right. At, at the, the end, end of, of, yeah, at the end of Civil fuck. War, he did. And then the other question is, where the hell is Ant Man and Wasp during all this? You haven't seen either one of them once. They are supposed to be in this movie, correct? I believe so. I thought at least Ant Man was. They 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 said about how many characters like characters we've seen and been attached to were in this movie. And I, I struggled to fill out a roster and I like, I couldn't even get to the number they said. I was like, like you have to have that. that those characters have to be in there. Wait. So Ant-Man and Wasp, the movie takes place before infinity war. It would have to, but it, it doesn't come out until after infinity war. Yeah. So, we will probably know what happens to Ant-Man and Wasp like a little bit before we actually see the movie. So, if they're even in the movie. <laughs> so, well, exactly. So I I think if they're not in the movie, they'll have um, to be explained. It Ant-Man and Wasp will explain why they weren't involved in Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's they don't have a choice there. Either that or they were in there the entire time and you just didn't see them. That's true cuz they're tiny. Susan, your brain. That's true. But I don't know. I think a, a, a giant boot trying to punt Thanos across a battlefield would be pretty sweet. Yeah, it would. Uh, and then the last thing I had was the it's the the audio file in me. The multiple variations of the Avengers theme throughout the entire trailer. Like it's all dark and somber. Yeah. Sometimes it's really quiet. Sometimes it's that really big swelling music. And it's one of those themes that like I love. Like the Avengers theme, um, the the Wonder Woman theme is fantastic oh, every time they play it. Love that one. Like it, there's just a couple that, that they just hit and you're just like, man, that's so good. It's really awesome. The theme music really wouldn't have the impact that it does if the movies that preceded weren't good. Yeah. Like we wouldn't if we didn't have an emotional attachment to what came after that theme music, it wouldn't mean dick. Yep, you're absolutely right. And now that we're in so many movies deep with these characters and you hear cuz like the the first Avengers movie when it has that music it's a little bit faster yeah um it's a little bit lighter uh and more inspirational if you if you listen to them back to back it's like uh you know inspirational and then kind of like daunting yeah so the score changes slightly and it really is fitting and they they really didn't take a back seat for when it came to that because 
it really has such a huge impact. I mean, just watching the trailer, like it gives me chills and makes me it makes me worried. Like what is going to happen to these these characters I absolutely love. Yeah. Whereas for the first Avengers it's like, oh fuck yeah, we're about to see these characters that I love. And like this is awesome, you know. Oh well, yeah. Not and scared. To that point, you know, Marvel Kevin basically said, Hey, if if anybody dies, they're dead. So Yep. Uh, at least you believe that somebody dies and we're not we're not gonna have them no more. Nope. It kinda makes me sad. But Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans are going to be in the next Avengers movie, already confirmed that they've been on set. That's what you have said, right? Yeah, but that doesn't, doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean, mean anything. Alive. Well, yeah. right, right. But, you know. They'll just, be there. Just for just for people who want them in the movie, they will be in the movie, but they might not be living. So They yeah. are the top two candidates right now that won't be continuing afterward. They've been in the, the longest. Yeah. So. Right. I got to see, uh, you know, for the for the, our next show, I'll see if there are like uh, like Vegas odds on who makes it out of the movie. And I'll, and oh, if, that would be great. If I find them, I'll bring them. For those, uh, for those of you so inclined to uh, place your bets, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually, now now we're talking all about the trailer, man. We're talking about the hype behind it, um, man. Ticket sales are out of this world already, and tickets just went on sale um, today, Friday at time of recording, March fifteenth, sixteenth, sixteenth. If you don't have your tickets, you need to get them now because you will be waiting a couple days to go see this movie, most likely, if you don't. So, with that, all through February, we did the first annual Twisties. This is where we took 2017 and we gave you all the option of voting for your favorite actors, actresses, movies, and TV shows of 2017 and I just want to thank you guys on behalf of the Twisted Cape for participating in this because it was just an idea that we had and we had no idea how people were going to react to it. And just thank you, everybody, for voting. Now, having said that, Jesse, what were the results? All right. So how we're going to do this is we're going to go through each of the categories. I'll read you guys the nominees and then I'll tell you guys who the result is. Get your opinion, impressions, whatever. All right, so our first one for Best Supporting Actor in a TV Show. We had Charlie Cox from The Defenders, Mike Coulter from The Defenders, Evan Moss-Bachrock from The Punisher, Tom Cavanaugh from The Flash, and Ian Ian Decay Sticker from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the winner was Tom Cavanaugh from The Flash. Ooh. Oh, nice. He, he You know, uh, in the last season, I think it was, he played several versions of Harrison Wells. Yeah. Which probably put it, put it over the top for some people. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Tom Cavanaugh. I really think most of what he did on The Flash or is doing is pretty cheesy. Um, and it's super. I know that the show is pretty campy to begin with, but I don't know. There's just something about him I, I never was really a fan of. But I, I could see that. I could see people really digging that. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of charisma. Yeah. All right. So then we had our best supporting actress in a TV show. We had Sigourney Weaver for The Defenders, Kristen Ritter for The Defenders, Aubrey Plaza for Legion, Elizabeth Hensridge for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Ming-Na Wen for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And our winner was Ming-Na Wen. Oh, good. I, I mean, I like her. Uh, yeah. There were, there were some other candidates that I'd actually kind of hoped to see 
walk away. I kind of thought Kristen Ritter was going to take it. Uh, yeah, oh, that, that was it for her. me. That yeah. was it for me. I thought she was going to get it, but hey, man, the people people have spoken. Me know when. Definitely uh, walks away for it. Not not that it's not deserved, because it definitely is. And I, I, I have to say, during, spoiler alert, during the last season when she was an android and was kind of having to figure that out. Yeah. That was that was some good acting right there. Yeah. So I'll give it to her on those grounds. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So then we had the best supporting actor in a movie. We had Robert Downey Jr. for Spider-Man Homecoming, Mark Ruffalo for Thor Ragnarok, Ezra Miller for Justice League, Henry Cavill for Justice League, Patrick Stewart for Logan, Kurt Russell for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Stephen Merchant for Logan, Chris Pine for Wonder Woman, and Tom Hiddleston for Thor Ragnarok. That's Big a, list there. That's a loaded category. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So our best supporting actor in a movie's winner is Patrick Stewart. Ooh. Ooh. I, hey, I mean, he was he was amazing in that movie. He was. It's, it's so, I can't imagine how hard it is to play somebody who's, like, has a degenerative mental disease. I feel like that would be one of the toughest things to do. You know, you know he got, we got to see a different side of Professor X that we hadn't seen before. Yeah. Which made that pretty interesting. But, look, the, I feel, guys, you had a tough choice there. It's so difficult to try and narrow something down between all of those actors because they all did such good work. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. It was actually an overwhelming support for Patrick Stewart. Really? Like, no one else was even close. Dang. The next closest one was Tom Hiddleston. Huh. Nice. Hmm. All right. So then we had our best supporting actress in a movie. We had Karen Gillan for Guardians of the Galaxy Vol- Volume 2, Tessa Thompson for Thor Ragnarok, Robin Wright for Wonder Woman, and Amy Adams for Justice League. And our winner was Tessa Thompson. Nice. All right. She was uh, she was my, my current favorite to win that. That's, that's cool. I like it. All right. So then for our best lead actor in a TV show, we had John Bernthal for The Punisher, Grant Gustin for The Flash, Stephen Amell for Arrow, Dan Stevens for Legion, Finn Jones for Iron Fist and the Defenders, and Clark Gregg for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Who's going to be? And our winner is John Bernthal. Ooh. Oh, okay. I kind of hoped Legion would win that one because it was just, I feel like that show might be criminally underrated. I feel it is. Not many people really know about it or appreciate it as much oh, as God, they should. so awesome. Yeah. Eh, I'd, I'd have to agree with it. I have to say, I think it's because of the network that it's on. That's true. Uh, yeah. Um, so that might be part of the problem, but plus Netflix does a f- fantastic job of marketing and getting everything out there. So yeah, yeah. But either way, I did love the Punisher. Great yeah. job, John Bernthal. I agree. Awesome. Well done. All right. So then, for our best lead actress in a TV show, we have Amber Rose Reva for the Punisher, Jessica Henwick for Iron Fist, Melissa Benoist for Supergirl, Rachel Keller for Legion, and Chloe Bennett for Agents of Shield. And our winner was Melissa Benoist. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can little, see it. A little Supergirl love. Yeah. You know, I, I was kind of hoping for some along the lines of like a Chloe Bennett, uh, but Melissa Benoist is actually really good. She She's actually one of those people who really has started to embody uh, Supergirl, even just in her everyday life and all that kind of stuff. So congrats. That was a mm, tough choice there, too. All right. Moving on to the best lead actor in a movie. We had Tom Holland for Spider-Man Homecoming, Hugh Jackman for Logan, Chris Hemsworth for Thor Ragnarok, Chris Pratt for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and Ben Affleck for Justice League. Damn Chris's. 
<laughs> Lots of them. And the winner was Hugh Jackman by a large margin. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. It's, it's you know, that's got a little Lord of the Rings syndrome to it. You know, it's the last one. You might as well. Might as well give it to the guy. We know it. I honestly think, awesome, like, awesome. through Logan was the the best consistent acting, like, overall. The only person I'd say would even have touched Logan uh, is Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when uh, when Yondu died. Like, that was some damn good acting right there. Yeah, it was. Uh, but Hugh Jackman kind of did that through two and a half hours. So, great job, Hugh Jackman. All right, so then we move to the best lead actress in a movie. We had Kate Blanchett for Thor Ragnarok, Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman and Justice League, Daphne Keene for Logan, and Zoe Saldana for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And our winner, to probably no one's surprise, is Gal Gadot. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a stacked category as well, but come, come on. No pun intended. Uh... So then moving on to the best Marvel TV show. <laughs> So, best Marvel TV show, we had The Punisher, The Defenders, Iron Fist, Inhumans, Runaways, The Gifted, Legion, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the winner for the best Marvel TV show was The Punisher. Damn it, I was pulling for Iron Fist. I know you were. I know how much you loved it. (laughs) Say it. I can actually tell you with confidence that Iron Fist did not gain a single vote. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Hear that, Marvel? Get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, for the one thing that you fucked up. <laughs> Here's a problem with excellence, right? When you when you start just dealing in excellence all the time, the one time you fuck up, everybody remembers it. Yeah. <laughs> so now, for the best DC TV show, we had The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and Gotham. Hmm. And the winner was The Flash. Okay. Yeah. I see that. It's It's constantly been one of the favorites. Yeah, man. I mean, the story really sucked you in. It's it's great writing. Yeah. You know, like I said before, it's kind of campy, but writing's awesome. So, yeah. great job, Flash. All right, now the big category, the best movie of 2017. Oh, baby. So, the nominees were Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Logan, Thor Ragnarok, Wonder Woman, and Justice League. Another one of these categories that's just absolutely stacked. Yeah. And it's a difficult decision. So, before I read the winner, who would you guys give it to? <sighs> read him again. So, we have Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Logan, Thor Ragnarok, Wonder Woman, and Justice League. So, right away, uh, Spider-Man is my favorite character, Same. hands down. Same. And I loved, loved, loved the movie, but as a, as a movie that I would look at um, objectively, like acting all the way through, uh, you know, all the usual factors... I would have to go with Logan. I'm going to say the movie, I'm going to approach it from a different way. The movie I got the most entertainment value out of uh, was probably Thor Ragnarok for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not mad about any of these movies. So Even Justice League, which probably didn't get as much love as it probably could have. Yeah, it did not. Um, so our winner for the best movie of 2017 was Logan. Ooh. With Wonder Woman in a very close second. Really? Like, how close? Damn. Uh, within one vote. Oh, that's good. So people, wow. Just out of curiosity, how did Spider-Man do? Third. Yeah, okay. All right. Respectable. Yeah. Look, Wonder Woman was really good. It was really good. Spider-Man got about 50% of the vote of Logan, though. Uh, so it was a mar- yeah. pretty large margin. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Yeah, look, Logan was, look, the movie was awesome. I mean, it had heart. There was a, just a dash of humor, some, some pretty good action, really fucking violent. Yep. Uh, it was just so emotional. It was the perfect send-off for this was. character that we've known for, what was it, 15, or no, 17 years by that point? Something like that, yeah. 1998, 99, the first X-Men movie? 2000. So it's was it been, 2000? It was 17 okay. years by that point yeah. that we had known him as Logan. So it was just the perfect send-off for him. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it was it was so character-driven, uh, fun to watch. You know, just top to bottom, like, just thinking about certain theme, uh, scenes in the movie. Like I, and I think I've told you guys this before. Like there, there's like there's that scene where uh, she's crying over over him and calls him daddy, and like, I mm-hmm. almost cried in the movie theater. And I right, almost started sobbing. I think yeah. a lot of people had a problem with the movie just because of how different it was from other superhero movies and how much slower and more like emotional it was than most superhero movies. Yeah, so people a, just weren't really expecting that going into it. That's no. a good thing, though. Like, oh, no, it was a fantastic thing. As as time has gone on, man, these, these superhero movies have had like different themes that we never thought about because they're generally just action movies. Like think about like the Batmans of the 90s. <laughs> And how God. they're just please don't let please don't make me. I know, I know. And how they were just like campy action as I, I don't want to think of the bat nipples. Oh god. It doesn't even make it doesn't even fucking make sense. Why are they there? You need room. Jesus. You need to you need to intimidate your enemies even more. God. Like can't, like I would be terrified of Batman because I wouldn't be able to take my eyes off his nipples. <laughs> Maybe but, that was the whole point. Maybe that's how Alfred that's pitched true. it. That's probably true. <laughs> But Oops, like uh, they they've evolved. Like uh, Winter Soldier was a was a political thriller. Like uh, the Spider Man Homecoming was like a coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Infinity War is being billed as a heist movie. Uh, I'm like, so excited about that fact. Yeah, uh, Ragnarok was like a buddy cop film in space. Like that's how they that's how they build it. Like right, and like you're like like you hear these descriptions and you're just like how. And you watch these movies, like, yeah. So Lo- Logan taking a different path, that's that's growth. It worked. Absolutely. For sure. All right. So that was it for the Twisties for 2017. Guys, we had such a great time looking at these results, getting everything together. I mean, we really had to think about what what we were going to do for categories and, like, who was going to be in it because there's just so many people that span these uh, really like four universes, DC TV, Marvel TV, DCU movies, like Marvel movies. It's just so much going on, and it was so hard to narrow all this stuff down. But thank you for participating. We will absolutely be back in 2018. You goddamn know it. Absolutely. I can't wait till next year. 2019. The awards for 2018 in 2019. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's still the 2018 awards, Jesse. Jesus Christ. Well, these were the 2018 twisties. But what? <gasps> so, oh, is that what no. You I don't I don't know. I don't even remember. I, I don't know what I had for lunch, so that's, that's a little different. <laughs> we're uh, just all over the place right now. But think think about the n- next year. We're going to have Black Panther. We're going to have Infinity War and Deadpool. I'm going to start making Deadpool. the list now. That way we don't forget anything. Oh, my God. That's actually a great idea. Good foresight. Instead of having to scramble at the last minute. Yeah. Again. (laughs) It's kind of tough. All right, guys. 
if that if that's it for you i think i'm good here i'm done i think we're good all right so everybody thank you for listening be sure to check us out on facebook and absolutely check out the site we got content all week rolling towards you so i got some good stuff coming too this week oh yes and we got a nice review for jessica jones coming up oh yeah can we talk about that yep all right guys thank you and as always stay twisted yeah take it easy guys thanks for listening